0: Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News, Wednesday, September 22nd, 2021. Stand up for your country. Well, Joe Biden had nothing to do today. Uh, there it is. <laughs> he's exhausted from the UN. So he's kind of, you know, taking it easy in the office, not doing too much. I want to remind you we are putting together a special on President Biden. I think it's going to run October 21st. We'll let you know. And the reason I'm doing this, this is a departure from what we uh, do every day, is because I don't believe that uh, the American press is reporting on Joe Biden in an honest way. And we have so much more information we want to give you. So I just want to tell you that's coming up. Third week in October, we'll fill you in. And uh, it's going to be important because I'm going to zero in on how it affects you. exactly how it affects you. So um, there's a poll out today, uh, Gallup, 1,005 American adults, not 1,000, 1,005. And uh, we don't have the political affiliation, uh, they didn't give it to us, but it's a simple poll. Do you approve or disapprove of the way Joe Biden's handling his job as president? And approve 43%, disapprove 53%. This is Gallup now. This is, that's a whoppingly bad number. When you uh, compare it to when he took office, approved 57 and disapproved 37. So uh, Biden, major trouble. And he should be. He's doing a terrible job. Terrible. And I don't say that out of any party or ideology or anything like that. just terrible. <laughs> Second worst president, in my opinion, that the country's ever elected. First was James Buchanan. I'm going to get into old James one of these days because nobody knows who he is. But he was the president before Abraham Lincoln. Uh, Let's go to the border because this has reached what they call critical mass. The press was able to ignore the border from January to early August. We basically blacked out the massive amount of foreign nationals coming across the border. press did not want to report it because it would make Joe Biden look bad, simple as that. Corporate media is corrupt, we all know it, I don't have to go over it again. But now, because of new pictures, particularly the picture of the 15,000 migrants, many of them Haitians, underneath a bridge in Del Rio, Texas. When pictures like that come out, all right, then the press has to cover it, what the deuce is going on. And then we have another picture, a still picture, of a border patrol agent with a some kind of crop in his hand riding a horse all right and there's a haitian refugee now i don't know and you don't know and no one knows exactly what that uh it looks like a whip maybe i I don't know but it looks bad and that comes out and then the whole thing blows up so you can't hide The Border Madness, and I use that word literally, any longer from the American people. Let's go over it. So far this fiscal year, which ends September 30th in about a week, the federal fiscal year goes from October 1st to September 30th. I don't know why. It's kind of like the Chinese New Year. I don't know. But that's how all the stats are evolved. So this year, more than two million foreign nationals are going to encounter Border Patrol and Homeland Security agents on the southern border. Two million. What was it last year? You want to take guess? 400,000 under Trump. So it goes from 400,000 to more than two million. I wonder whose fault that is. Could it be Joe Biden? Knocking out the Remain in Mexico policy that Bush, that Bush, that Trump had put in? Maybe. Joe, he did it. Executive order. No Congress. No one to blame. It's Joe. Joe, Joe, Joe. He did it. And there's no solution to stopping the mass of humanity that comes through. In addition to the two million, another million, million and a half got across without the Border Patrol knowing. They just snuck across. Many of them bringing narcotics into the USA. Joe, have any solution here? anything i haven't heard it have you bill at billoreilly.com if you've heard Joe's solution because i don't know i mean yesterday he was sitting there with boris uh and uh some of the press wanted to get in some questions about the border roll that take that's that's the oh, Joe looked like he was laughing underneath that mask. Okay. Joe's not going to answer any questions. How can he, can't, what can he say? A, I screwed it all up. B, I have no solution. C, I put Kamala Harris in charge. That's it. What else is there? So let's get back to the Haitians. We had a brilliant interview yesterday with a reporter, from the Washington Examiner down on the border who explained, and I did not know this, that most of the Haitians trying to get across the border now have been in Central and South America for a long time. So they left Haiti a while back, they settled in Central America and South America, and now they're massing and coming forth to uh, the USA. So that was a good piece of breaking news that we were able to bring to you yesterday. Again, the no news for Bill O'Reilly.com Premium and concierge members can be seen anytime. So I hope you check that out. So anyway, uh, Haitians. So these are people of color, obviously. These are blacks. And that changes the equation for the progressives. I hate to say it, but it does. And when you have a photograph of a Border Patrol agent who has been placed on administrative leave, by the way, um, when you have that, white man on horse with whip and black man on the ground. But that's beyond anything. I mean, progressives just go crazy. So Jen Psaki can't explain it. I mean, I, you know, oh, well, we think it's terrible. Okay, you think it's terrible? It is terrible. It's terrible. But it was fault. is Biden's fault. Right, Jen? Oh, no. But then... Our pal Chuck Schumer throws President Biden under the bus.
1: Roll it. Finally, on Haiti, Mr. President, we've all seen these horrible images coming from our southern border as Haitian asylum seekers simply looking to escape tyranny. And the problems that they have sought have been met at our doorstep with unimaginable dignity. Images of Haitian migrants being hit with whips and other forms of physical violence is completely unacceptable. This behavior must be addressed and we must provide accountability. The images turn your stomach. It must be stopped, this kind of violence. Right now, I'm told there are four flights scheduled to deport these asylum seekers back to a country that cannot receive them. Such a decision defies common sense
0: Okay, so that's just a bunch of gobbledygook, all right? Number one, he says that uh, asylum seekers simply looking to escape tyranny and the problems they have sought. What? What does that mean? What does that mean? The problems the asylum seekers have sought? What problems are they seeking? They're trying to get refuge here. That doesn't make any sense, all right? And he's reading this. All right. So and then he says that um, the behavior must be addressed and we must uh, provide accountability. Well, you're going to get the poor Border Patrol agent. And I say that because, I I mean, uh, the man is probably beside himself and under unbelievable pressure. Um, And then he says we uh, we can't deport these people back because the country won't receive them. That's not true. Flights are going in and out of Port-au-Prince every day and Haitians aren't stopping them. And the the last thing is, this isn't asylum. This isn't an asylum situation. And this is what the progressives will try to deceive you because they say it is. It isn't. So Haiti is the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere. Always has been. All right. But it's a relatively free country. The Duvalier dictators are gone. The Tantan Makoud is gone. And by the way, I've been to Haiti a number of times. I know what I'm talking about here, Okay, But the country is just corrupt and devastated uh, by storms and earthquakes. And their president was assassinated in July. But there's no political component to the Haitian misery. In fact, the United States, since 2010, has sent $5 billion to Haiti. Any of that money gotten to the Haitian people? No. The international community has sent $13 billion to Haiti. Same thing. So that's $18 billion since 2010 already sent to a population of $11 million. If you do the math, if they gave everybody the money, nobody would be poor over there. And then Sean Penn and his friends on the private front, they've raised more than $3 billion. So then that gets to be uh, $23 billion going to Haiti. has made a dime of difference. Now, I support the Haitian Health Foundation. I give a considerable amount of money to that because it's run by a doctor here in the U.S., staffed by nuns, Catholic nuns. And I know that my money goes to help the devastated children of Haiti. Haitian Health Foundation. It's not stolen. It's not, you know, any of that The money goes where it should go. The rest of it doesn't. But Schumer, what would you do, Chuck? You're going to let all 11 Haitians in here? Every one of them going to come, Chuck? Everybody? How about how about the Dominican Republic, which shares the island of Hispaniola with Haiti? You letting all they're poor. They all come. Every poor country in the world is corrupt. Everyone There's not one honest, poor country in the world. All those people can get asylum. Everybody? Because that's the system that your guy, Biden, has set up, and now Biden goes, "Oh,, yeah, we'll, we'll solve it. You know you won't? No, you won't. You can't. You're incapable. You put Kamala in charge, right? And Kamala herself, she weighed in on the situation go.
1: What I saw depicted about um, those individuals on horseback treating human beings the way they were is horrible. And um, I fully support what is happening right now, which is a thorough investigation into exactly what is going on there.
0: Yeah, let's let's just hang the the Border Patrol guy on the horse. Yeah, that's what we need to do. Kamala will get to the bottom of that. Now, how humiliating, how humiliating is this? So the president of the United States tasks the vice president with solving the border situation. The vice president, Ms. Harris, does absolutely nothing. Nothing. Won't even go there. All right. Instead goes to Guatemala to find out the root causes. The root causes are corruption and poverty. And Kamala Harris has no clue on how to deal with any of that. While she's in Guatemala, the president of that country says to her, hey, it's your fault. All these people are going El Norte. It's Biden's fault. He's encouraging it. <laughs> it's unbelievable. But now comma, As I support an investigation. I want to find out. No, you don't. You big phony. You couldn't care less about solving any problem in this country. And neither. Does your boss. Now, your boss is incapable. He can't do it. All right? Because he's not got the mental faculties to do it. You, madam, are not in that boat. You just don't give a wit. If you did, you'd be down on that border every other week. Because you're in charge. This is just so infuriating to me. Um, And it's one of the reasons I'm going to put together this Biden special, because this is far beyond incompetence. You know, Afghanistan, the border, the three point five trillion, the U.N. speech where he's going to send hundreds of billions to third world nations so they can fight climate change. I mean, this is just beyond belief. I've never seen anything like this. You know, I started with Richard Nixon in the White House covering politics not on a professional level but in college and then i worked my way through nixon ford carter reagan bush the elder clinton uh, bush the younger almost forgot him uh, obama trump and now joe biden i will tell you even jimmy carter was light years ahead in the administrative capacity than Joe Biden. This man is lost. And, you know, I go around and and I talk to my liberal friends, and all they say is he's better than Trump. That's the last line, the last mantra they have. But he's not better than Trump. If you look at the policies under Trump as compared to the policies now, if you look at the economics, the national security, the border, every single one, it's not even close. So, my job now is to warn you, the people who watch the No Spin News and who listen to me on WABC in New York and our other 300 radio stations across the country. My job is to warn you on what is likely to happen to you because this man was elected. And that's why we're putting together this special in October. And that's why I'm going to continue my reporting in a very targeted way. Now, you're you're starting to see the corrupt corporate media wobble because they're not stupid. They're corrupt, but they're not stupid. And they know the economy could be next. Absolutely could go. Inflation's already eating away at the well being of the American worker and the poor. You're paying a lot more for the stuff you have to have under Biden. Not going to get better. The man has no solution to any. Just just go back to uh, the video we just showed you. He's sitting there. Kind of a little smirk under his mask. All right, and the press is like, yeah, I, I, I. they all want to ask about the border. They don't want to ask about Boris Johnson's haircut. <laughs> they want to ask about the border. And it's there's something really seriously wrong. Now, don't write me, please, saying, oh, how can we get rid of him? You can't. He's not going to be booted out. He's not going to be impeached. And you're going to have to sit with him for three more years. However. If the Republicans can win the House and Senate next November or a year from this November, 2022, that knocks Biden out of the box. So he'll just sit there in the White House and get nothing done. Even his executive orders will be challenged in court, nothing's going to happen. Is that bad for the country? It's not good, but it's not as bad as what's happening now. All right. Are we all clear on that? You cannot remove him. There's no apparatus under the Constitution to do it. He was elected. California, COVID. At one point, one of the highest COVID rates, now one of the lowest. Why? Because 77% of Californians are vaxxed. That's why. Now, I know you vax deniers. I get letters all the time. I'm a simple man. Every place in the world, not just in a country, that has high vaccination rates has lower COVID rates. Every single place. Are there breakthroughs? Yes, there are. But the breakthroughs are much milder in general than full-on COVID. Let me back it up. Okay. Wyoming has a vax rate. Uh, where are we now? I, less than 50%. Okay. The governor of Wyoming yesterday called out the National Guard to assist hospitals in Wyoming because of the flood of COVID hospitalization cases. So California, lowest rate, Wyoming, going crazy because they have a low vax rate. All right. Let's go abroad. Ready? Poland, only 50 percent are vaxxed. So now Poland, along with Hungary, Bulgaria, Romania and Czech Republic, all Eastern Bloc, all former communists, all low vax rates have high mortality rates, the highest in the European theater from COVID. So I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. I, I have people and they won't. It just won't process. It's almost like Joe Biden. You, you look at him and you go, are you still supporting him? You voted for him? You still want job. Uh, Same with Vax. Every place that has high vaccination rates, all right, has low, lower COVID rates. So 80% of adults in Belgium, Denmark, and Portugal are vaxed. 20% in Bulgaria. 31 in Romania. 45 in Latvia. 64 in France, but France got a big anti-vax movement like the USA. All right. 68 in Italy, 75 have been vaccinated in Spain and the Netherlands, just so you know. Um, About 76,000 people have died in Poland. That's a lot for that country. All right, let's get to Black Lives Matter. So there's a restaurant in Times Square, New York City, Carmine's. Okay. Like all the restaurants, if you want to eat there, you got to show a vax passport, because that's the law in New York City. So some people went into Carmine's. Uh, three women, the Rankin sisters and Sally Lewis, they went in. And they showed their vaccination cards to the 24-year-old hostess at Carmine's restaurant, and they became and they, they were seated. They were black women. They are black women. Then their male counterparts came in and they didn't have Vax. So the hostess says, Well, you can't come in. And then it was a mini brawl in Carmines. You may have heard about this story. Okay? BLM shows up the day later. As we explained yesterday, Black Lives Matter can mobilize fast because it's got a mailing list, an email list of millions of people who have given them money. They didn't get people out. So they surround the restaurant and want to close it because it's racist. OK, it's a racist restaurant now. Now, so people who own a restaurant been in business 30 years. They serve everybody. I know Carmine's. But now it's, it's racist now. So Black Lives Matter. This is the spear point. BLM. They're not interested in protecting African Americans. If they were, they'd be in Chicago demanding the homicide rate come down. They want to destroy, not protect. Dangerous, because they can mobilize. Like this boom, 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 boom. So I said yesterday, it happened to me with a group called Color of Change. They get people out there, da da da, surround a place, and I, you know, I don't think Carmine's is going to have to shut down, but it certainly hurt their business. Jay-Z. So he's got a uh, philanthropic group. All right. And it's called Rock Nation. Team Rock. They filed a lawsuit against the Kansas City, Kansas Police Department, accusing them of covering up misconduct. All right. I have no idea. I have no idea. But I thought it was interesting that Jay Z, perhaps the most powerful African American entrepreneur in the country, is now filing lawsuits uh, under his Rock Nation banner. But you should know about it. There is a college in Pittsburgh or outside of Pittsburgh called Park Point University. Park Point University. I never heard of it. All right. And they sent an email to their students. If you want to go there, you have to pay $36,000. That's pretty low these days. If you want to go to Park Point. So the email came out of the Office of Equity and Inclusion. Whenever you hear the two words, equity, inclusion, you know there is trouble. It's like BLM. That equity inclusion is going to try to hurt you if you don't do what they want. So at this college, it says this. um, The Office of Equity and Inclusion would like to welcome the 2021-22 academic year with information on current policies that exist, all right? Instances of misgendering, pronoun misuse, and dead naming, the use of a person's legal dead name instead of what the person wants to be called, as well as resources on microaggressions and additional training. Okay. So you are not on the campus to use any pronouns that a person doesn't want you to use. So if I go, Hey, look at him. And the guy turns around and goes, don't call me him. I could be reported to the Office of Equity and Inclusion and the college may take action against me. Okay, here's what uh, the college says. Yes, it's true. And the university recognizes the aspect of intent versus impact. We also must recognize regardless of intent, if an individual is impacted in a harmful way, action could be taken. So if I call a lady, ma'am, or her, or she, and that lady is offended by that, they're going to hurt me. So what are the students to do? What are the students to do? Don't go there. Don't go there. If I were a student on that campus, I'm gone. There are other colleges you can go to. Do not subject yourself to fascism. Pope Francis. So he is in um, the Czech Republic. All right. And he gives a, uh, then he goes to Slovakia. And in Slovakia, he meets with fellow Jesuits. Uh, put the Pope's picture up. There. He's a good looking guy. Put him, put it. put that up there again. So the Pope is a Jesuit. All right. He's a good guy. Pope Francis is a good guy. I know that. All right. Let me explain why he's a good guy. Now you can come back to me. So the Pope's job, all right, is to look out for poor people and disenfranchised people and people who are in trouble, human beings who are in trouble. That's his job. And Pope Francis is a very compassionate man. But he has a blind spot. And I'll tell you about that blind spot in a moment. But you should know what his job is, is, to administer to the poor and others who need help. And Catholic Charities does that better than anyone else on earth. All right? There, aren't, there is not another religion on earth that comes close to what Catholic Charities does for the poor and disenfranchised. Period. It's not even close. But you should know that. Now, the Pope is mad because a television network in America, the Eternal Word Television Network, EWTN, that's a, it's a colossal network. They had tons of money. And it presents round-the-clock Catholic-themed programming. It's on every cable system, EWTN. Well, they have some conservative commentators that don't like the Pope. They think he's too liberal. Um, And that's their opinion. Would they hammer them? Pretty good. Pope, he got a little testy about this. Put it up on the screen. Quote, there is, for example, a large Catholic television channel that has no hesitation in continually speaking ill of the Pope. I personally deserve attacks and insults because I am a sinner. But the church does not deserve them. They are the work of the devil. Unquote. Unquote. Pope Francis is indeed off about this television network. Okay? Now, there are two areas where Pope Francis has a blind spot. The first one is capitalism. He is a, what they call, liberation theologian. That's what Pope Francis is. Because his ministry was in Argentina, where capitalism has been corrupted by the so-called oligarchy. Capitalism in Argentina is a lot different than capitalism in the USA. Okay, So the peasants, the muchachos, they're exploited by the wealthy in Argentina. And the pope saw that his whole life. So he links up Argentine capitalism with American capitalism. And it's not even close. That's a mistake. The second mistake the pope makes is that he is right on the horrendous procedure called abortion. It is a destructive force. There's no doubt it's destructive. You're destroying the unborn. So, in the Catholic Church, you can't do that because all life comes from God. That's what the theology believes. You can't do it. And if you do do it, To grave sin, you can be excommunicated, which means you can be booted out of the church. Now, the Pope's okay with that. He's called abortion homicide. But what he won't do is call up Joe Biden and say, you better stop promoting abortion, making it easier. As we went over yesterday, the United States is only one of six countries in the entire world that allows abortion on demand for any reason at any time. And Biden wants now Catholics and everybody else to pay for abortion. The Pope has a perfect right to pick up that phone in a private conversation and say, you better knock it off, Joe, or I'm going to kick you out. But he won't. Pope Francis won't do it. Now, I can't read his mind. I've told many, many interviews, they always ask me, who's the person you most like to interview? I go the Pope, because that's what I would discuss with him. So you're the leader of the Catholic Church, perhaps the most powerful organized religion in the world. And this is a basic tenet. You can't destroy life unless self-defense is involved, okay? But you're giving Biden a pass. And Biden is using the church because he does to define himself. It's not like Biden is a secular Catholic and doesn't go to church and ignores what the church says, as many politicians do. He defines himself as a loyal Catholic. Well, the people watching the television, EWTN, they're confused by this. Well, what are the church going to do now? I don't know what the bishops are going to do in November when they meet, because that's number one on the issue, how to deal with Biden. I don't know what they're going to do. But I knew that the pope has sent signals like, you know, don't don't kick him out. And I want to know why. So whereby I like the pope, I think he is a good man. He is misguided on capitalism, which raises more people out of poverty than communism and socialism will ever do. And he's misguided on this abortion issue, in my humble opinion. I'm saying that as a loyal Catholic.
2: Okay. Hey, guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign, and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere.
0: China. So uh, China controls the media. What you see in China comes through the government. That's what totalitarian nations do. All right. The latest is unbelievable. So Chinese President Xi, that's Xi, all right, is calling for a national rejuvenation with tighter communist control of business, education, culture, and religion. The latest thing is that China's government is banning, ready, effeminate men on television. (laughs) So if you're an effeminate man, you can't appear on Chinese TV. Now, what's an effeminate man? According to the dictionary, it is having feminine qualities untypical of a man, not manly in appearance of manner. This is from Webster. Okay. So I think this is an anti-gay deal. I think maybe I'm wrong, but it looks to me like it is gays being attacked. Now we know that in uh, some Muslim places that homosexuals are thrown off the top of buildings. But now China goes, you're gay, you can't go on TV. Just keeping you apprised of the world that we live in. Okay, this day in history, September 22nd, 1862, President Abraham Lincoln, our greatest president, issues the Emancipation Proclamation. 159 years ago, President Lincoln says that 3 million human beings enslaved in the USA will be set free within 100 days. They are not slaves any longer. However, there are some exceptions in Delaware, Joe Biden's home state in Maryland and in Missouri, because they didn't leave the Union in those states, but they had slaves there. But Lincoln did not free the slaves in those states. Did you know that? Now, after he was shot, everybody and the Union won the Civil War, then all the slaves are free. But Lincoln needed those three states to stay in the Union. That's why he didn't do it. So as soon as um, the slaves were emancipated by Lincoln, Lincoln also called for them to fight on the side of the Union, and 180,000 African Americans signed up. And that helped the war effort. So Emancipation Proclamation 159 years ago today. Mail and a final thought about something that happened to me this morning.
1: We'll be right back.
0: New Jersey residents, the product is being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty, which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. All right, let's get to the mail. David, if I were a political cartoonist, I would draw a caricature of Joe Biden gleefully throwing money into the air. The words on his shirt would read, free money, Joe. That's what he's doing. There's no doubt about it. And the debt is getting more and more severe for this country. Carla Caruso, Hopag, New York. The clip you aired of President Biden addressing a U.N. regarding climate change, where he says increase private capital and from other donors mobilizing hundred billion. Is this referring to taxing the heck out of Americans? No. This is deals that the American government and other governments will make with tech companies to develop cleaner energy sources. That's what that is. Tanya. Bill, you want Gavin Newsom to sign a letter opposing Biden's border agenda and Biden just left his basement to schlep across the country and save Newsom's butt? Good point. But Newsom wouldn't do it anyway. Kim Lewis, Arvada, Colorado. Donald Trump seemed to have done well with most of his appointments during your Trump tour with him. Are you planning to ask him about Milley, General Milley? Yes, I will. I will ask him about Milley and how and why Trump appointed him to be in charge of the military. That's a good question, and those are the kind of questions I'm going to get. Suzanne Gunnell, Rio Verde, Arizona. I was fortunate enough to purchase tickets to the history tour in Houston on December 18th. Is there any way I could come early and get a picture of me, you, and Donald Trump, Bill? I wish I could, Suzanne, but security is so tight. And um, both of us are coming in shortly before the show. I mean, you wouldn't believe the procedures that have to be in place. And it's good because everybody coming to the Trump O'Reilly history tour are going to be protected. You're not going to be hassled. None of that's going to happen. Uh, we're going to have a very, very good show for you in a good time. Um, it's a once in a lifetime. And uh, I hope you guys check it out. Put it on the screen. You know, they changed the name of the arena in Fort Lauderdale Sunrise. It's not BB&T anymore. It's uh, FLA Live. See, FLA Live Center. They changed the name. <laughs> it's all right. We're going to be there. Amway in Orlando, Toyota in Houston, American Airlines in Dallas. Great Christmas gifts. I mean, if you really want to give a meaningful gift? There you go. Get somebody to come to the show. Michael Luna Moton, Pennsylvania, Bill liked your commentary on Joy Reid's making the murder of Gary Petito's about race. You correctly pointed out the high murders of black Americans in Chicago. My son is a New York City police officer. He sees the same thing. You bet. You bet. I'd love to see the African-American community mobilize to protect Af- African-Americans in jeopardy. Wendy Jandrew, Springfield, Vermont. Many thanks for your message today on Monday, Bill, about going over the next day in your mind with a positive outlook. My dad, who was an officer in the Marines, gave me a lot of guidance like that. It's, it relaxes your body, and you have more chance to succeed the next day if you go into the day with a positive outlook. Now, I have another, um, I have another final thought along those lines coming up for you. But first, um, the bumper stickers. These are going crazy. <laughs> if you you can buy them five packs or if you buy any of my books, including Killing the Mob, you get two free. Got to get these. Got to spread them out. Let's go. This is something everybody can do. Word of the day, do not be Nescient, N-E-S-C-I-E-N-T, Nescient, when writing to BillOReilly.com. Bill at BillOReilly.com, name in town, if you wish to opine, final thought in a moment. 877 444 gold or text gold to 65532. Again, that's 877 444 gold or text gold to 65532. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast
2: Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun so on this podcast we take the news of the day and we run it through the bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again politics by faith anywhere you listen to podcast politics by faith
0: okay final thought of the day you ever get overwhelmed i got overwhelmed this morning all right i had at least 200 pieces of paper come in on a fax machine I had people calling me, I had people yelling, I had people this, right? So I finally uh, had a meeting of my upper staff and I said, enough. I'm a human being, all right? You've got to discipline yourself in when you contact me and send me things. I can't keep track of it all. I can't. Remember, we do radio in the morning for 300 stations, all right? Then we pivot and do the television lineup, all the research, all the assignments, and then we got the special Biden come thing coming up, and I got uh, radio appearances. I did Hannity today. She listened to that. I do Beck on Friday, Bernie and Sid on Thursday. I, you know, I'm a, I did Bongino today. First time, Dan Bongino. Well, we'll post that on the BillOReilly.com. So this is a lot. So once I recognized that this was getting out of control, I stopped everything for 10 minutes. I went out with the terror dog. I stopped it. And then I collected myself because I was a little annoyed and said, all right, I got to handle this. Because when you get overwhelmed, you lash out, you make mistakes, you hurt yourself and others. So when you're feeling overwhelmed, stop, everything stops and you take a walk or a bath or a shower or anything. Then you come out and you regroup. But you got to tell the people who are overwhelming you, you got to give me a little room. Human beings all get overwhelmed, except for Joe Biden. (laughs) Thanks for watching. I'll be off tomorrow. Got to go up to New England, all right, and do a whole bunch of stuff. But I'll be back on Monday. But we're going to be checking in a column on Sunday, so we hope you do, too. See you then.